Hello, podcast listeners. I hope you're doing well today. I hope you're enjoying the creeping, cool death of summer coming in. So, so sad. So sad, but you know, beautiful things are coming. But anyway, I hope you're doing well today and you are making progress in your recovery, whatever you're going through in your life right now. I hope that you know there's a light at the end of the tunnel and you keep on going no matter what. But today is going to be short and sweet, but I wanted to discuss something that came up in a client session today that I think could be helpful for you. And this client in particular was talking through boundaries. And we just went through, actually, let me, while I'm talking with you guys on here, um, let me get the, the we gotta get it going. Sorry. I should have pulled it up before the podcast. But anyway, we talked about boundaries. And the reason being, uh, this is relevant to bulimia recovery. Just bear with me. Just hold on. I'm going to talk about it. But this client in particular, we worked a lot on her setting boundaries for her time over the summer. We, um, we, cause we noted that when she was binging and purging, it was related to a lot of things as, as most things are. A lot of binging and purging is not just a coping tactic. It's not just nutrition. It's just not eating enough or too little or whatever. It's not just a habit. It's many different things, but something that contributed to her stress, which then led her to use bulimia as a coping tactic, um, was constantly saying yes to everything and never having enough time for herself. And then she pushed through, um, her stress and the work she needed to do with binging and purging behaviors. Uh, or she just break down and use that, uh, just to numb out, right. And cope. So, but we, we kind of got to the bottom of why, okay, why are you doing these things? So why are you saying yes to all these things? What's going on? And as she was slowly but surely working on her schedule and getting her time more, um, in control of her own, whatever she wanted to be doing, we found that she was really scared to say no to people, just terrified. And, what we did over the summer was help her set up her life and say no to certain things. And she had to be really brave to say no. Um, and just, but she did it a few times, but certain work opportunities she had, she was very specific about the boundaries she needed. It was absolutely, um, scary for her. Very, very scary, but she did it. And she noted that when she was in control of her schedule and not spending all her time doing things for other people at the sacrifice of her own health and mental health, then she was not binging and purging as much. And there was just seems to be a direct link there for her or correlation. So then a few weeks passed by since that progress that was really helping her. And she started these new jobs and all these things. And then lo and behold, what was happening is she set these firm boundaries in the beginning. But the thing about boundaries that really sucks is you have to continually uphold them. And especially with people who don't have your best interests in mind, they will continually push you with your boundaries again and again and again. And so she set these boundaries with work in particular, and then they kept pushing back, right? And they said they agreed to certain things, but then they started piling on the work and she started saying yes because she was absolutely terrified to say no because of the chronic people pleasing. And I, we went through every single boundary she wants to set this week that she was kind of letting slide. But after setting, after we laid out the boundaries and we even laid down directly, we went set by set. And I was like, this is what, what do you want to say to this person? And we, we wrote out a script for her to say so that she could be prepared for each of these things. And then after that, after that, I asked her, you know, what are your, what is your brain saying right now? Like, what are the thoughts in your head? And she said, you know, my brain's telling me, is it really that bad? It's just saying yes to these few things. They're just a few little things. Why can't I just do it? Um, I don't want to be a burden on people. And something about the way she said it sounded like someone else was saying it to her. It didn't sound like her. And I asked her, where's that voice coming from? 
what is that voice that, you know, oh, it's just one little thing. You should be able to do it. And she goes, I don't know. I guess I've, other people have told me those things. And I said, yeah, that's a coaxing, coercive, manipulative voice. That's, that's the voice of someone who says that to someone who is trying to minimize what's going on so that they'll do what they want. It's, it's a voice of someone that doesn't have your best interests in mind and is just trying to get you to feel bad so that you do what they want, right? And they keep pushing and pushing and pushing. And it was a very interesting exercise because she was just taking these thoughts as facts and she was manipulating herself based on things that have been told to her in the past. And that is also why she's feeling that fear and then feeling guilty when she doesn't engage in saying yes to these people that it's actually costing her her mental and physical health. And so I, I I say this as an example because these thoughts in her head sounded like truths and they sounded reasonable and they sounded like she just should do that. A good person would do these things. But then when I kind of questioned those thoughts for her and I was an objective person who did have her best interests in mind, I, my, my job in this conversation was, what does my client need and how can she protect her mental and physical health, right? And I said, okay, well, why do you ever question it? Why you shouldn't you do those little things? Why is it a big freaking deal? And she goes, yeah, I mean, I didn't, because I said yes to those things, I didn't have time to get all my work done. And I was working late at night and I didn't get enough sleep and I had to work over the weekend and I had very little patience and I got in arguments with my family because I was so fried. And then I binged and purged later that day. And I, then I repeated that back to her and I was like, if you just saying yes to these little things, it's causing you literal harm. It's phys- causing you physical harm. And you're telling yourself it's not that big of a deal, right? And it's not, I, and want to be clear, when you're telling yourself these things, it's not even really you. Somewhere along the way, you conditioned yourself, probably from someone else telling you that, probably from childhood, whatever it is. I'm not a therapist, just someone who observes things. It probably came from that, right? And then you have gotten so good at manipulating yourself to just do everything that you're supposed to do that you don't even see it, right? Do not minimize the effect that these little things that you take on have on you of never allowing boundaries to be set, right? Because they are important. And you, for yourself, unfortunately, so many people in this world, they just will take and take and take, especially from kind, sensitive, empathetic people. They will just see that and they'll know that they can prey on that. Whether it's conscious or not, it doesn't really matter. Manipulation is manipulation and you need to be protective. And the reason I say all this is that oftentimes I see people that are struggling with bulimia, we who are are struggling with bulimia, we tend to be people that will just do anything and everything to get a goal done. We're willing to do anything, right? The purging, that's where a lot of that comes in. So I think that a lot of us that struggle with bulimia, we also abuse ourselves in our time and giving to others and constantly putting ourselves below what we need. And then we wonder why we're binging and purging late at night. You are important. Whoever you are there, I want you to think through what am I doing in my life that is for me, what I'm doing for others. And it's everything in my life, actually what I want to be doing, or is it because I think I should be doing because it's because that's what a good person would do, or it's just, it's just one more thing. Or, you know, I really feel bad if I say no to this, or I don't want to, I don't want to hurt this person. Of course, don't go out inflicting pain on people, but your mental health and your physical health is just as important as anyone else's. No one's more deserving or less deserving. And if you're not, if you're letting boundaries slide like this, it will come back to haunt you. It is a big deal. Don't minimize your pain and what you're doing. Um, for this client, just a practical solution. You're probably like, well, how do you set boundaries? I don't even understand. Like it's scary for this client. I mean, if you're going to set boundaries, 
it helped her to have a script. And that may sound silly. You feel like you should know what to say, but writing it down ahead of time, practicing those things, having those one-liners, having the firm boundary in place and writing it down will help you be able to articulate it in person and feel a little better about that because it will get confusing. Also knowing that when you set a boundary, you're going to be terrified. There's nothing else you can, especially if you're used to people pleasing, you will be scared, but that's not a reason not to do something. The fear is something you're going to have to feel. It's the price you'll have to pay to go through any of these things and to stand up for yourself. You have to be courageous, not, you know, lack of fear, right? You just need to feel the fear and be brave, right? And I think it's important to note, that's why I asked the client, you know, well, why are these things a big deal? Because regardless of her fear, she needs a bigger reason. Just like parents, if their kids are in trouble, they'll walk through fire. They'll do anything to save their children because it's important enough to them that they don't care about the fear or danger for themselves. And for you setting the boundary, you have to affirm reasons why you don't want to. And they don't have to be dramatic reasons, but they do need to resonate with you. And then something enough to move through that fear. And I think a big reason, if you're not recognizing already, is that if you don't set boundaries, you're much more likely to keep going to your eating disorder for that comfort and coping and um, sanity, which it doesn't need to be that way. You could just be the person, be a better person to yourself than your eating disorder is being for you. Your eating disorder doesn't need to protect you. You need to protect you. Um, and then the third thing I say about setting boundaries is it gets easier and easier every single time you do it. Uh, it's very scary at first, but then once you set it and the person or whatever actually accepts those things, as long as they are not, you know, going to be a danger to you, then it's usually fine. And then, uh, it gets easier and easier the more you see oh, the world didn't explode. Everything's fine. They've accepted it. It's just extremely uncomfortable in the moment. Another thing to note with boundaries is you're not responsible for their emotions or how their boundaries may inconvenience, um, how your boundaries may inconvenience them. As long as you're not asking them to do things, you're not, you're not making, like you're not imposing on them, right? You're just taking care of yourself. A boundary is all about you. It's all about what you need to do and having not being forced to interact for them, but they can always do what they want, right? As long as it's not impacting you, same thing. But your boundaries inconveniencing them is their responsibility, not yours. And that's something that you need to practice believing and uh, showing yourself through action by setting those boundaries. And then last but not least, boundaries will constantly try to be pushed, especially by those who are a little bit more vindictive or um, have gotten used to manipulation and are doing it unconsciously. Um, it's unfortunate. I don't want to be a total pessimist, but I think a lot of people, uh, they take advantage of good nature people. And I find a lot of my clients are extremely good nature people. They're kind, they're sweet, and they're caring. And that's why they're struggling with an eating disorder because they uh, are so so kind and feel so much pain that they've gone to this, right? And they're just doing their best to survive in a world that maybe isn't as friendly to them in some capacity. However, boundaries, people will push them, right? So just because you set a boundary doesn't mean that it stays there. You're the one that has to upkeep it. You kind of have to guard it, remake it, um, dust it off occasionally because this client, some of the boundaries she had set, people were pushing it again and she needed to be one that upholds the boundary. You have to guard it, right? And it could be as simple as reminding them of it or having certain things you'll do if the boundary is crossed. Again, not to the other person, just removing probably access to something or not no longer engaging, whatever it is. Uh, so anyway, I hope that this podcast helps you maybe sees, helps you see where your voice is coming from of people pleasing and that actually your boundaries are really important because if you're not setting them and not taking care of yourself, it's a detriment to your mental and physical health. You're literally harming yourself by not setting those simple boundaries of those things that seemingly don't seem like that much, but they are, they really are. 
I would, if I were you, a practical example from this podcast is to possibly journal about, you know, the voices in your head that tell you things to make you do things you don't really want to do, right? But they justify it in some way or they uh, coerce you in some sort of way. I would journal about where those voices came from because they're not yours. You know, if it was just your best self-interest voice, I don't think it's really yours. I think you heard it somewhere. And it'd be interesting to see where you adopted those beliefs from. Um, and another thing is, what are you doing that you don't really like? that you just aren't enjoying, but you feel like you should, because that's what good people do, blah, blah, blah. And then third, it might be helpful to write down, okay, you know what you're doing that you don't like, what do you want to do? What boundaries do you want to set? Even if you don't set them, write them down, right? See what happens. Okay, then I'll let you guys go. Um, If you're interested in private coaching and working with me, and you need someone who boom, 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 sets up boundaries for you. And I, I literally wrote this woman a script and it worked for her last time um, setting boundaries and it will help her again and kind of help bring her up. If you need someone to guide you and hold your hand and get you brave so you can do these things and fight for what you need, I'm your girl. I'm pretty awesome at that. I don't mind saying so myself, whatever. Uh, so if you would like to work with me, I have one-on-one spaces available and you can book that on my website at bingebreakers.com. I also have a group coaching program that is awesome for bulimia recovery and binge eating recovery. Sometimes with coaching, I take on clients that are not bulimia recovery specific, although that's the majority of people that I speak with. But I just did take on someone about um, for time management, which is going to be kind of fun um, and goal-oriented. Orient- oh my goodness goal oriented stuff. So anyway, career sports type stuff, which I like uh, to do as well. I enjoy that a lot, but you can find both those things. And if you enjoyed the podcast, please give it a rating and review that helps me and it helps other people see it. Um, otherwise I hope you enjoyed this episode, however short it was. And um, thank you for all your guys' kind messages about uh, the last podcast episode. I'm okay. I'm really okay with this, this um, transition in my life and the split. It, it's just things come to an end. Everything comes to an end. Relationships can also be complete and come to an end. And I'm all right. But I do appreciate it. I hope that wherever you're at, um, that you take some peace and time for yourself and that you have an amazing weekend and you set some freaking boundaries. All right. Never give up on yourself. Bye.